What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 21 of the Extra Slice, brought to you by the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton Platt. Joining me, as always, we have the mayor of Stardew Valley and Eorzea, Chris Montalbano. I'm no longer the mayor. I am the god. What's a mayor to a god? We have the most degenerate squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. Yeah, I'm going right back to Fantasy Star after this. And the Akoski, well, the Akoski do rag Madrid Vaughn. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon fighting. Champions. <laughs> <laughs> and the coolest guy on the podcast, Josh Jones. I'm a new We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about the PS5 event, Destiny 2's roadmap of content, and Persona 4 Golden coming to PC. Alright, so I want to start this week's episode off getting into some news, just because there's been so much news, like we're in E3 time, it's early to mid-June, and the floodgates are just opening with news coming out of every single source in the world. There are leaks, there are rumors, there are... We have our E3, like, pre-E3 shebang going on right now. Dude, this, so, is, this is pretty exciting because, like, being stuck in quarantine and being, like, bogged down with, um like, all of these, like, protests and shit, people out there fighting for basic human rights, and then it's like, oh, yeah, here's some gaming news. Like, when it was already just completely out of your brain, <laughs> they're like, here you go, floodgates. Right. It was like, I was getting blindsided by how much stuff was just popping, like, legitimately today. Because yeah. IGN did their uh, first summer of gaming live stream, so they were like premiering games. They were showing, they were doing what you'd normally get out of a IGN at E3 type showcase. So it was mm-hmm. like I tuned in for a little bit of that, and it was interesting to watch. But the first story that I really want to talk about. Uh, comes from Wario64, and, like, he went... <clears throat> there are other sources and stuff like this around this. Is Bloodborne is getting a remaster. It's coming to PC and PS5. Nice. Probably not going to play it, but nice. I mean, I'm going to get it, and definitely, like, that might be my opportunity to really get into Bloodborne. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if I'll do it on PS5 or PC, but, I mean... I don't know. It's just getting... If, if, if I can play my PS4 version on PS5, then I think I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. And I mean, with backwards compatibility, at the very least, the PS4 base game mm-hmm. will run at higher frame rates and higher resolutions. Bingo. Across the board. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, the PS4 Pro theoretically much to help that game. Right. But, you know, theoretically having a whole new generation of console and all that additional horsepower we're going to be getting. Hopefully that'll help that game run at a better frame rate. Right. And I mean, if not PC, Jalen, you know what to do. And I'm ready. Okay, <laughs> so the other piece of news that I wanted to talk about that started on Wario64's Twitter account was... <coughs> The fact that Persona 4 Golden is coming to PC. By the time people hear this, uh, it's looking like the game's going to be released and dropped during the PC Gamer Showcase, which is on Saturday, June 13th. So, 
either we're completely wrong about this and all the sources around the internet are completely wrong or we'll be playing Persona 4 Golden by that point. So, it's going to be interesting to see because that's one of Vita's... Like, a lot of great Vita games are already on Steam and this is one of the few exclusive... Like, the only way before now to play Persona 4 Golden was on a Vita. And hopefully mm-hmm. this like leads the way for the game to come to Switch and PS4 as well. I, I mean, hope it comes on uh, on Switch. <coughs> like I feel like that would be a much better place to play it than like sitting up there yeah. on your PC or your laptop. <coughs> I mean, if it has controller compatibility, I would be totally fine with it being on PC. Just because yeah, that's the way I played it on PS4. Or, yeah, PS4, yeah, P, P5 on PS4. Jesus, right. that was hard for me to say. <laughs> All these P's and these 5's. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't mind playing on PC, or PC, but if it came out on Switch, I do think that would be a little bit better. Exactly. Well, yeah. Atlas, for the love of God, just put all of the 3DS, put all your handheld, all your handheld games on Switch. Just do it. Especially the 3DS games. What yeah, if they I, came to PC? Would you prefer Jalen just as the type of gamer you can like are? Would you prefer them coming to Switch or would you prefer them coming to PC? Because Atlas Both. does have a better track record of re-releasing their old stuff on PC and not other platforms. That makes sense. Because well, it's really both. Wait, can you not just emulate DS games? I mean, I mean, if you, you own could. them, yeah, that's that's a possibility. I don't have, but that's not a possibility that can convince Atlas to just drop freaking Shibigami Tensei Five. That's true. I guess you are t- thinking about sales to make force them to drop this game. <laughs> that fucking game, man. <laughs> just like, just, I just want to negotiate with demons. Just forget How about it. How would you it? feel if they just came out and said uh, SMT 5's PC day and date with Switch and they show a new trailer? Because Atlas is like one of the highlighted publishers for the PC Gamer Showcase that's going on as part of, like, normally this would be an E3 press conference, a majorly overlooked E3 press conference, but... So you think, but yeah, Jalen, you said both. Do you think it'd be better for their current audience of fans to do it on Switch or on PC? It's really both. The answer is both, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick Switch. Because these are 3DS games. Yeah, honestly, handheld games are going to hit the hardest on a handheld. You know? That's true. You know, like... Yeah. That's how I feel about all of it. That's why I'm like, Persona 4 Golden, like, that shit belongs on the Switch. Like, resurrect that bitch on the Switch. I mean, the Switch I mean, really is just the Vita 2. Right. And we we do need more Switch games. But Persona 4 Golden is just Persona 4, which was on PS2. Persona 4 Golden is the Vita version. Yeah, right. With... Improve, like it's like the royal versus persona 5 there's additional content there's extra right. endings there's quality of life improvements there are so it's like the but 
So Persona 5 had a lot of quality in life, quality of life improvements over Persona 4 Golden. So since mm-hmm. it, seeing that this is just a port, I don't I think a lot of people I think Persona 4 is going to start getting a lot of hate from people who started with Persona 5 or haven't even played a Persona game before and then go and play Persona 4 Golden and then it's it's not of the same quality of Persona 5. That's what's going to happen when SMT 5 comes out. They've never played an SMT game. They're going to get curb stomped, and they're not going to find their waifu. Right. And so I think I'm excited for it because I bring Persona 4 Golden to as many platforms as possible. But at the same time, I'm... I'm skeptical of the internet's response to this. No, like, honestly, if you would have told me this two years ago, like, after I just beat five, I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do it. But after I played Royal, like, that game spoiled me from five, and I'm like, well, shit, I I don't know if I can go back to four. You know, that's why I would be, like I said, I would be more receptive on it on Switch, because it would have that competitive advantage of being in my hands. You right. Yeah. That was take it one a, of the great I take parts. It around and like the graphics. I'm not gonna be like, oh, these graphics. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. My look at my switch. <laughs> All nice. Playing these JRPGs. <laughs> Bro, I have so many JRPGs on Switch right now. It doesn't make sense. All right. Well, I don't know how to transition from this story to the next story I have, but uh, you know, Need for Speed Heat, a game that people play and it announced it's going to be EA's first game to have cross-platform play. So Need for Speed Heat, uh, the developer Criterion Games, which is owned by EA, they announced that they're working on the next Need for Speed title, which is probably coming to next generation consoles and that Need for Speed Heat has full cross-platform play for PC, Xbox One, and PC. PS4. So, I mean, this is what we've been saying about crossplay for a bunch of games. It's like, you, why split your community? Like, if your game isn't the biggest game in the world, why would you split your multiplayer communities in a right. game like this? Right. This is, right. Like, this is a great move, especially since that, that community is more niche. You know what I'm saying? So, 100%. I'm hoping they use this as a blueprint. <laughs> for Apex, like please. Yeah, Apex really. For is the love of God. In Battlefront Apex too. and Overwatch. I mean, I feel like maybe Battlefront Three, but Battlefront going 3. back to the well on Battlefront Two right now. Like, I feel like they got it to a position. Well, see, it's it's the thing free about this month, though, so it's like there's going to be more people. The thing about playing. Battlefront Two is that Battlefront, <clears throat> like, once you get past the whole microtransaction nonsense it's really not that bad well yeah it's a it's actually a fun game to play it just and the microtransaction stuff is gone they've spent the last several years working on that game um but yeah so them putting crossplay in a need for speed heat yes i do feel like this is the first step in getting apex crossplay before next generation hits and i also like for them to we were talking about how they worked on Battlefront 2 for so long to get it up to snuff. I feel like another game that's like that, that launched and had all this negative PR and all of the, all of this bad word of mouth around the game, 
was No Man's Sky. And No Man's Sky has now gotten to the point that it has VR, it has multiplayer, it has... It's getting cross-platform play. And then, like Madrid was saying, Battlefront 2 is free on PlayStation Plus this month. And so it's going to have a lot of new players. But the more compelling argument is, like, No Man's Sky is coming to Game Pass. And while there are a lot of PlayStation Plus members, I feel like more people play more games that they get through Game Pass on Xbox than people play their PlayStation Plus games on PlayStation 4. That's true, because I feel like you can pick and choose what you actually want, and it's consistently updating on Game Pass, whereas, like, you're maybe getting one game every a few months on PlayStation that you actually want to sit down and play. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I literally, like, I, didn't, I tried playing The Sims 4, what, that came out two months ago, and I don't think what came out last month. There's been a couple months that I just haven't downloaded, because I'm like, that's a waste of space. Yeah, these past few months have been kind of, like, like luster. This month was slightly more hype, just because it was like mm-hmm. multiplayer shooters. But even still, I'm yeah. Like, mm. Snooze. The multiplayer shooters you're going to be going for with exactly. Apex out there, even with stuff like Call of Duty Warzone. I feel like mm-hmm. one of the draws to Battlefront is large scale battles, and there are just so many battle royales out there right now that. Unless you just really, really want to play that Star Wars game in particular, there are so many other things you could do with your time if you want a multiplayer shooter. I am confused going back to uh, Need for Speed Heat getting cross-compatibility before Apex. I don't understand that. Is that just like, is there... It's probably easier. Do you think so? Like, because Fortnite has done it. So why uh, isn't it template that Fortnite's built on or but even like call of duty is doing it like there's multiple shooters out there that are cross play i'm not making excuses for apex because i feel like apex has been one of those candidates of like why don't you have it yet all of your all of your main competitors now have it because call of duty warzone has it Fortnite has it and PUBG has it right I don't get it, and I didn't see Heat just having that much of a, like a fan base to need cross compatibility. Well, I mean, it's it, cool. Yeah, it helps smaller games more than it helps these larger games. So smaller games like, well, I don't even want to say Rocket League because Epic bought Rocket League because it was so successful. But there are a lot of these <laughs> games that are cross-platform. Yeah. That the reason cross-platform works is because. They don't have people to populate the ser- enough people to populate the servers on one system, which is why. So, like, I get why Apex isn't doing it because you're not having trouble finding Apex matches no matter where you go and try and play Apex. Yeah. But something mm-hmm. like Overwatch. Oh, where, Overwatch needs it bad, but fuck Blizzard. Yeah. Fuck Blizzard. I mean, does it? Do you really want Overwatch PC players that that toxic realm to join? I mean, it's toxic across the board. I like, it I feel like with with a game like Overwatch, PC players should still be by themselves. But like PlayStation and Xbox, they just need to go ahead and pull those communities. Switch and also. Switch. You know, Don't switch. forget Switch. <sighs> Man, yeah. Do you want to curb stop <laughs> Switch niggas all the time? <laughs> I forgot like a, that game came out on Switch. I always thought like that fine. was a joke. It's on sale for twenty right now. 
Mm-mm. I didn't even pay twenty for it when I bought it, so I, I bought 20. that. I bought that game twice, and I'm never buying it again. Hey, look, we all had that one game. I got Rocket League in 90 million places. I, I got Rocket that, League but. in 90 million places, too. It's all these cross-platform games. It's right, just, that you're just like, I guess I'll buy it here. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I see Overwatch being a great candidate to get this cross-platform play. Speaking of which, we've been back on Overwatch lately. Y'all have been back on Y'all have been back on Overwatch lately. Okay, I have been on Overwatch with some avid listeners of the podcast lately. Shout out to the gang gang. Right? Shout out to Kid Roxas for finally coming back from the store. I didn't think you would. After all these years. Oh, shit. <laughs> he actually came back from the store. I thought he was done. <laughs> Damn, he he, bro! He I came by for Smash one time to drop off like some juice, and he was like, "Oh shit, I forgot the eggs," and then like, gone, <laughs> gone. I did play one game, one night of Rocket League with you, and I did enjoy myself playing that game. I'm not gonna lie. Rocket League or Overwatch? Because we were doing uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. I mean, Overwatch. yeah, I feel like I always have fun playing Rocket League. It's weird because now we're getting to the point that it's more of a regular thing that I run into people that somehow I know on the game, which isn't a good sign. Because it's Mm -hmm. not like I run into anybody I know playing, like, Call of Duty or Fortnite or anything like that. Like, I never kill somebody and be like, wait, I know that name. But now it's happened twice. Shout out to Zach. Right. So it happened to Zach in Quick Play Classic. And then we were just in regular Quick Play the other night. And Super Namu from the Cookout family showed up. Like, <laughs> like, oh, well, guess we're just gonna keep running into people we know. Uh, I mean, that happens sometimes. You run into people you know. You don't murder them, but you find people you know. Not this frequently. I don't think I've ever run into anybody on an online game. Right. This is this isn't like I'm partying up with these people. I didn't even have Namu on my friends. No, no, list. no. Like, uh, I was playing. When I first started playing Apex this season, I ran into Trevor. Into in oh shit, I was playing with you. His squad. Yeah, we oh, killed shit. him. Because Jawan and I were being very, very aggressive. We're like, I smell blood. Mm-hmm. And come to find, and I look at the tag. I'm like, wait, I know this person. <laughs> <laughs> What's this that tag was a good again? Game. <laughs> Musically gifted. Gifted. Yeah. (laughs) I checked the tag. I'm like, hey, I know who this is. Oh, that shit was funny. Damn. All right. But yeah, so hopefully going into the next generation, we don't have as many run-ins with people we know on multiplayer games. Uh, Speaking of next generation, the PlayStation 5 event is tomorrow as of recording. They hate us. They could have did it today. Like, Nintendo used to be bad about it, but Nintendo's been getting better about it. Now PlayStation's getting bad about it. PlayStation (sighs) don't fuck with us. Bro, everything's been on Thursday. (laughs) They ain't even a good day of the week. It's either Tuesdays or Thursdays. Tuesday's great. Yeah, when stuff pops off on Tuesdays, we always have it. But when stuff pops off on Thursday, yeah. But by the time this stuff pops off on Tuesday, something else has popped off on Thursday, so it makes it invalid. It's like, all right, shit, I don't care about that no more. That's old news. 
Right? That's why I've been... I had to scroll back in the news feed to really get some of these stories for content for the podcast, especially this week. But yeah, Ooh, June service. 11th, 9 p.m. BST, which is British Standard Time. Uh, I believe it's 1 p.m. Pacific Time, which is like... 4 p.m. Eastern time? No, I'm going to be at work. Same. So, I mean, I'm going to... Y'all already know the Discord's going to be flooded with trailers and snippets. Um, and if I finesse it right, anything. <laughs> right. I mean, this wouldn't be our first time watching a gaming event from our job that we're not supposed to be watching gaming events at. Oh, yeah, try and stop me. But, yeah, so the future of PS5, by this time next week, we're going to have a lot of new games to talk about. We're going to have a lot of new, like, games we're looking forward to. A lot more concrete news on, really, what the next generation is going to look like. Like, it's the same reason I was excited for the Xbox press conference earlier this month was because... Didn't they fumble the bag? I mean, it wasn't all the way terrible. I don't think PlayStation is going to fumble the bag the way Xbox did, but I feel like... Wait, did they show their console and everything? I totally didn't even watch any of that. Xbox, they already showed the console. Yeah, Xbox showed their console in December at the Game Awards. The little mini free. Well, yeah, I know, I mean, like, I know that, but, like, did they go into details, like, what I feel like PlayStation is going to do tomorrow? Well, here's the thing. I want to temper expectations because playstation has already <coughs> talked about the technical end with mark cerny and with the wired articles so right. playstation has already talked about that what xbox was talking about was their n- third party next generation games and so mm-hmm. it was like kind of a showcase of just these are third party games they're coming to the xbox series x these are also coming to the xbox one so here's smart delivery like it wasn't it wasn't Halo, it wasn't Gears, it wasn't, like, any of the big titles. It was, like, Dirt 5 and Yakuza 7 <laughs> but, and stuff but like that. Xbox but isn't Xbox dropping, like, all year, though? Like, Yeah, that's like the thing. Xbox has an event <clears throat> planned pretty much every month for the next okay. few months. So, yeah, so, but PlayStation, we don't know anything about PlayStation's plans. But right. judging by the phrasing around the event that's coming up tomorrow, it looks like it's going to be a look at the future games of the PS5. So, okay. it, in my opinion, I think we're going to see first and third party AAA games from PlayStation. Like, PlayStation is going to come out and just guns blazing because I feel like they may show the box just because they had time like they announced this event they had the entire games media react to what they think is going to happen what they want from the event and they now with this new date for the event i feel like they can take a lot of that feedback back from an event that didn't even happen so they didn't have to fumble to like pick it back up and recover they just had people speculate and see what the community at large really wants out of this. So mm-hmm. I feel like beforehand we may not have seen the box, but going into tomorrow we may know what the PS5 looks like. Because we already know what the controller looks like, and we mm-hmm. know about a lot of the technical end. And mm-hmm. 
it'll be bad PR for them coming out of tomorrow if they show all these games and they show all these reasons for people to want the system, but people don't know what the system looks like. It yeah. takes like 30 seconds to have like a highlight reel of like robotic camera pans over the vents and the cooling system and all the sharp edges and flowy lines with <laughs> lighting. You, you've seen yeah. the game console reveals. Like when they show the box, it's never just like, Here's the fucking box. It's like <laughs> no, that shit has to be fucking foreplay, dog. Like they have to dress it up and make it real yes, for me. Drop for some, real. Drop some fucking motor oil on it, make it all like nice and moisturized and shit. That lighting just right. You know what I'm saying? Like really baby oiled up. Embrace the current meta. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I feel like. Going into tomorrow's event, that's something they could definitely do. They could give us that 30-second, like, this is what the box looks like, just so people won't be complaining about that after the event, and then spend the rest of the time of the event just showing games, just showing what's coming from PlayStation's first party, just show some of these big AAA exclusives that Microsoft hasn't gotten the opportunity to show, because there's stuff like... Elden Ring, the new Batman game, that Harry Potter game that Bro, was I was ago. There's that fucking Harry Potter game. Like, J.K. Rowling is a transphobic, like, asshole. <laughs> but that game, I need that. I didn't even know J.K. Rowling was transphobic. Don't be transphobic, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Don't. Just don't. Bruh, like, Daniel Radcliffe had to, like, come on Twitter and, like, ether her and then go back into hiding. Damn. 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 Hate to see it. You know when somebody comes out of Twitter isolation to beef with you that you can't you got to be doing something either wrong or right. Right. There is rumors. I mean, rumors around Resident Evil 8 have been spiraling the last couple of weeks, but there yeah. are rumors oh, that the village it, Yeah, the Resident Evil 8 the village will be shown soon. If not very soon or at some point this year. Yeah. And last time it was at the play, uh, PlayStation conference yeah, the last of E3. Several times so. Capcom has shown stuff. The only thing that they've shown that's really been Get Xbox has been Devil May Cry 5. Monster Hunter, Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2. All of those have been on the PlayStation end of things. And I mean, we could see stuff from Square Enix. I'm still waiting on my Final Fantasy 16 announcement. I'm still waiting on my Final Fantasy VI remake. <laughs> I mean, come That's, on. Yo, all they need to do, get the Bravely Default team and make it. I, I think you could see that more on the Nintendo end of things because Bravely Default and Octopath Traveler and all of the games that you want, all of the teams that you want working on Final Fantasy VI remake are acclimated with working on the Switch. I think you want that from Nintendo more than you want that. I don't from care. I just want that fucking game. I don't know. Game. I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of, I kind of would. I wouldn't be mad if Six got the Seven combat, the Seven remake combat. I wouldn't be mad at that. Just to make it that, just a little that'd bit be more weird satisfying when I suplex that fucking train. All I'm saying is my that'd eyes be... are wide open right now. You know, like everything is yeah, fully coming. Yeah, I'm together. down. I'm down for whatever. We could get Horizon 2, Spider-Man 2, God of War 2. There's, there's just so much. I, I think we'll more so get Horizon 2 more than anything. 
Like, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, Horizon's that, had the most time to breathe out of all sure. of these games. We're probably going to see more from that game Godfall, if y'all remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, maybe. We might actually see a little bit of Elden Ring. I was, I was going to say, say that right now. Ooh, yeah, that would That'd be, be tight. Maybe even some of Babylon's fall. Like, I haven't seen shit from Ooh. that since, like, it's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ooh, maybe but even that, that was like a game. Switch thing. Which Platinum game? Um, you got <laughs> The one, it's like, it's got Ultraman slash giant kaiju vibes. Oh, Project Agogo. Yeah, like, we haven't seen shit from that since that one, like, teaser trailer. Yeah, uh, we could see that. The other thing that'd be really interesting is seeing, so there are the rumors of the Bloodborne (laughs) remaster and Demon's Souls remake. And what? since Demon's Souls is the Soulsborne game that is forgotten the most, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's being remade from the ground up for PS5, I feel like that would... Like, something in that vein of games, like whether it be Elden Ring, whether it be Bloodborne Remastered, whether it be Demon's Souls Remake, I feel like the people out there like Zack, who are ready to eat up anything that From Software puts out, and, I mean, it's not just Zach. Zach is just a great example of it. There are a lot of people. Everybody who plays that game is just different I versions believe, of Zach. I beat Bloodborne with nothing but two white Air Force Ones. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I watched that YouTube video. With a yellowed soul. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I beat it with the Guitar Hero controller and the DJ Hero controller. <laughs> and then I used it with Jeff's head tracking from the PSVR. I used nothing but right. a blue like, snow. What the see, fuck? The way the blue way snow. these days is you got to beat it with a Nintendo Power Glove. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Beat it with a Resident Evil Four week or GameCube controller. It's a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> beat it with just the buttons on the SpongeBob CRT. See, see, see. What y'all really got to do? Y'all got to expand your minds, brother, and just beat it with nothing but. Yo, mine, brother. You just sit if I in ever, a meditative state. With if I nothing ever, between you and the console but a crystal pyramid that exactly. sits on the floor to amplify your chakra. Exactly, brother. And you get so connected into the game. When you die, you really die. <laughs> if That's I a real ever, hard mode, brother. If I ever went over to Zach's house and I just saw him floating in a meditative state playing... Bloodborne or whatever Souls game, I'd be like, all right, it's been fun, dog. You've I've ascended to another Sekiro. level, <laughs> right? Dog, I've been playing Sekiro lately. How's that been going? Oh. I mean, I guess I'll let you start off. Uh, that was like most of the news except the Destiny event, which... Do you want to do the Destiny event or do you want to get into what you've been on? I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. Okay, so Jaylen? I I watched it. Jaylen, look, 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 it? look. Here's the here's the long short of it. We're joining the darkness. It's giving us new superpowers. So Shadowbringers and the content looks lit. Yeah, everybody's choosing the Shadowbringers format. Well, Shadowbringers, Shadowbringers took us to an alternate timeline semester. where that's still a good. <laughs> third semester was just Shadowbringers for Persona. But yeah, sorry, continue. <laughs> but yeah, so Destiny 2, they came out and they've talked about their roadmap for the next, like, two and a half years. So we know what's going to be happening in Destiny from now 
until 2022 for the most mm -hmm. part and so Damn, we've got yeah they're they're bringing back a lot of destiny one content they're going to switch to a model where they vault and unvault content because they're like we keep tacking onto this game and there's stuff that nobody's playing they're like lost sectors and public events that are just taking up resources in the game that nobody's mm. going and doing at all like i'm sure nobody's doing the story missions from the red war campaign in 2020 even so they're going to a model where they're going to be unvaulting stuff from destiny one and the history of destiny so the first thing coming back is the cosmodrome from <coughs> destiny one is going to be a new location that's added to earth in destiny two with all the existing strikes, they've hinted at the Vault of Glass okay. coming back from Destiny 1. So, it's a lot of content that's going to be coming. A lot of old content that'll be returning. There's new content they've teased. So, they've shown the Drifter, the Exo Stranger, and Eris Morn on... I can't think of the uh, moon's name. Jalen, do you know the name of the new location in Destiny? Uh, no, I do not. The no no place. It has something to do with the nine. Uh, it's been teased. Come on, Europa, the moon of yeah. Jupiter, Europa. <clears throat> Only took me going to Polygon to find that. But so, in this fall expansion, we're gonna have the story about the guardians coming to wield the darkness, which is adding the stasis element. So we already have Solar Void and Arc. They're adding a whole new element with new subclasses, new weapons. Everything that you get out of all of the different classes of damage, you're getting out of this new stasis class. They've shown that the darkness that the, that's been teased since the end of Base Destiny 2, we're finally going to start getting some of those answers starting yeah, in the, the fall. the whole Guardians using the darkness started getting teased uh, when Joker's Wild came out. Because there's a whole mission where you get to either turn in uh, Joker or side with them. Well, I mean, the ships at the end of the Red War... No, I'm saying, like, this is what, like, it's like the ships in the Red War show the darkness... And then the whole Guardians actually wielding the darkness was teased in Joker's Wild. And now all that is coming to a head with the new content that's coming out. And then they've also shown... So, we're going... 2020 is Destiny 2 Beyond Light. 2021, we're getting Destiny 2 The Witch Queen. And then 2022, we're getting Destiny 2 Lightfall. So... That's a hard name. Course, they've... That is a hard name. <laughs> yeah, they really nailed it with that one. Lightfall. Everything they've shown about this new content, like, I mean, this new season, the season of Arrival started right after the live stream that had a new dungeon that was actually pretty cool. Uh, the aesthetic is the Nine. So, like, Zer and stuff like that. But it's instead of it being all Hive-y and all, like, we've gotten a lot of Hive architecture from destiny recently this is a lot more colorful and a lot more angular and a lot more what we r refer to as like more modern design out of this dungeon so it looks interesting 
but I feel like it's not enough to bring back lapsed players like us until this fall content drop where we're going to be getting more story. We're going to be getting a lot of the stuff. This would be like the Taken King or Destiny 3 or however Activision would have handled it. It would have been a major boxed event. Like there's a collector's edition that comes with a bag and stuff that you can go get on Bungie's website if that's what you're really into. Yeah, Joan, yeah. you got anything to add about Destiny? I mean, honestly, the only reason I'm not playing Destiny right now is just because I need to kill a couple of more games off my uh, backlog and I'm playing Fantasy Star before Cyberpunk comes out. That's really it, because it's like... I don't know. Destiny's... Since that, since they left Activision, they've, they're doing something interesting. Yeah, they're doing. They're taking the right steps to make it an actual MMO. Um, I just don't know mm-hmm. where I have time for that right now. <laughs> I feel yeah. like you, one person only really has time for one MMO at a time in their life. And I mean, I've and, spent for me, Destiny has been that MMO on and off for legitimately years. So I could see myself going back, especially because they're leaning into the lore. The fact that the stranger might actually have time to explain why she doesn't have time to explain. <laughs> Finally, after all these years, like though some of those questions will be answered. And okay. I'm looking forward to it. And it's really Bungie showing that they care about what their community wants. They, that they right. play their game. That they see the pain points that they have with the systems and with everything. And the other thing they announced is within your console families going into next generation all of the destiny content that you own you will get for free so if you're on mm. xbox and you bought shadow keep and you bought all what's the other one uh forsaken and base destiny 2 and you bought all these things they're mm-hmm. you're automatically going to get the next gen version that runs at 4k 60 frames per second out the box on console so nice for the people who were kind of disappointed that uh, when Destiny 2 came out, the fact that the PS4 Pro and the Xbox Series or the Xbox One X were out and they couldn't run their game at higher resolutions or at higher frame rates, but the PC version could, now we're getting that on the console side. So that'll be fun. And they're right. working on intergenerational play, so like PS4 playing with PS5 players and Xbox One playing with Xbox Series X players. And by the time we get to 2022, they will have full cross-play on every platform that Destiny is available on. So PC, Stadia, PlayStation, Xbox, having all of those player pools playing together and raiding together and breaking That's... down some of these console barrier walls that have been put up over the history of gaming i feel that and that's cool and all but like to be playing on your next gen console and be playing with someone who's still on a ps4 or xbox one doesn't that hinder you somewhat like not you maybe you or you on your console but if you're on their team and they're at 30 frames that's gonna mess with you a little bit i mean it probably your most optimal way of playing the game. I just feel like it's a way to make sure that 
at no at no point when you log into the game Destiny 2 are you having a subpar experience like Fortnite doesn't run the greatest on iOS, but it's a way people and they do things to make the iOS experience just as good as the PC experience. So Right. Destiny's a game that's running on this range of hardware now. It started off as a PS3, Xbox 360 game and has come all the way through the PS4, Xbox One generation, adding PC support, adding all the things that they've been adding to the game over the years. I feel like Destiny would handle it like, oh, they're playing at 30 frames per second, but you're playing at 4K 60, but it's not... I feel like they'll find a way to manage that because so many more games are having to handle more people in different places. Yeah, that's true. So, and if anybody, if there's any team that I feel like can do it extremely well, it's going to be Bungie. There's a reason they haven't just hit the switch yet because Mm -hmm. they're trying to find a way to optimize it so that it's a good experience. They're trying to find ways that to make their game look good no matter where or how you're playing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's about it for the news that I have in front of me this week. Chris, since your TV is drawing my gaze and probably the gaze of anybody else watching the video version of this, what you been mm-hmm. on this week? Uh, so... I tried to play PSO2, and I've had to uninstall, reinstall. It's been a shit show on the Windows app. So instead, I just decided to go on to Nexus.com and just to mod Stardew Valley on PC and just kind of create an aesthetic because as good as the base game is, some of the colors in the game were just like too much. Like the ground being yellow is too much. <laughs> so, so I just kind of spent a, hours upon hours just modding and finding different things, and it's been dope. I got this cool ass aesthetic for this game. I got added on dialogue, like the things that the PC community is doing with this game and keeping it going after coming out in what 2015, 2016 is amazing just adding new npcs adding new dialogue to make it more in depth like having npcs that are already in the base game fall in love with other npcs and kind of create the story so you can be like oh this is actually cool and then also playing god and being like i'm a master fisherman on day one fuck you because i've done this multiple times on playstation and i don't feel like doing it again so that's just kind of yeah that's kind of where i've been at and just uh playing god and it's been awesome in stardew valley okay just the the modding community i kind of want to go over to resident evil 2 just because i remember the modding community for that was amazing for other reasons just make sure i Uh, don't stream some of those mods (laughs) they're still coming out yeah i bet they are they're never gonna stop the Reddit community is still showing off everything, and I appreciate them for that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Death Stranding, you know. Death Stranding or Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Well, here's the list of PC games that I want to see what the mod support's going to look like. Persona 4 Golden, because if they find a way to make that game look and play better than Persona 5, which I have a feeling the mod community's going to do. I think 
as well. I wouldn't say better. Well, yeah. I mean, there are already mods for the PS3 version of Persona 5 base game emulated on PC. To So... I don't know. I'm excited to see what the mod community does when they get their hands on that game. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what the Death Stranding mod community looks like because I'm sure Norman Reedus <laughs> is going to show up in some 3D animations sometime very soon because of that game. And then Horizon Zero Dawn 2. I can't wait to fight Thomas the Tank Engine in that game. So, Yo. Because you already know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, mm. it's already happened. It's it <laughs> for a game that nobody has access to the files of. Not they just, yet. They just did it. They just coded it already, and they're just ready to port it in. Look, remember, within twenty minutes of the first Overwatch trailer, there was already tracer porn. True. Yep, that's what I'm afraid of. It's the Norman Reedus porn. <laughs> that's gonna just be rampant. You're just gonna have a mod of him dick swinging while he's carrying packages. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but yeah. I'd try to replace him with 2B, honestly. And. Because that'd make for a better game, in my opinion. Just having 2B delivering packages. She's already carrying that wagon, so. (laughs) She doesn't need any extra. She's going to be fumbling the bag everywhere. I was about to say, 9S has all the baggage, so. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Chris, that's been it for you this week. Started yeah. The little bit uh, of Overwatch and Rocket League we played. Oh, yeah. This What brought me to Stardew Valley? Because it always brings me to Stardew Valley, I feel like, is Rocket League. And I have been trying to do competitiveness. And, like, ranked in competitive. I'm just not a good person. Like, it's 2020. I'm trying to be a better me, and I think I need to put Rocket League away forever. <laughs> unless I'm like, had a few, it's one o'clock in the morning, and some of my friends are like, let's play some Rocket League. I'm like, yeah, cool, I'm down. But I can't do that on my own. That's not the kind of person I am anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to be active. I'm trying to actively be better. Alright, so Jalen, what you been on this week? Mostly Fantasy Star. Played a little Apex, but mostly Fantasy Star. How, how is that going? Like, I want to keep, like, pretty consistent updates, because since you've been so absorbed in this game... I have 24 hours in that game right now. <laughs> a total time? you spent that 24 hours doing, Jalen? Nice. What have you spent that one calendar day doing? Okay, so... I've gotten the bouncer class. So like Final Fantasy XIV, you have access to all of the classes. And you can just pick between them. And then after, like around level 20, you get your subclass. You can get uh, subclasses. So you can have a whole other class set as your backup tree. So I've gotten my, I've gotten bouncer to 35. I started playing gunner and I got that to about 20 before I went back to playing bouncer. Got myself a new outfit, and I'm tackling harder content. What was that Attack on Titan thing I saw in the Discord earlier? Fantasy Star has crossovers. They had a near crossover. There's an Attack on Titan crossover. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 
There's near content in this game. Why didn't y'all tell me this sooner? Y'all because it's not in the game yet. Well, let me know when that near content gets there because. There's near and 14. I don't want to hear that bullshit. There's near and 14. I playing 14 for the near, all right? And it. But are you in Shadowbringers yet? No, because of motion sickness. It's so far away. And the fact that my copy of Shadowbringers didn't come with game content or game time. I was about to say, there's plenty of content. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plenty Shadowbringers didn't come with any content. It's just somehow the loading screens are new. Fucking <laughs> Buster else. Sword. That's it. That's all you get. You get the Buster Sword for Monster Hunter. Not even the good <laughs> Buster Sword. The one, like, the trash. You say the Monster, like, you say the monster Hunter Swords aren't even the good, aren't good Buster Swords? What? That's the Buster Sword, the man? Get out of here. No, there's an actual great sword that's called the Buster Sword. That's just one of the legitimate worst great swords in the entire game. This is true. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Okay, so it's not an Attack on Titan crossover, but the new raid boss looks like an Attack on Titan boss. Dog, okay. I can't. But there is near content season? in that game, and there's Breath oh of the Wild God. content in that game. Oh, yeah, I've seen the Breath of the Wild content. Like, Breath of the Wild content wasn't enough to get me to really start playing Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, so I don't think... I don't think that's going to be the thing pushing me towards Fantasy Star Online, but I don't know. I have nothing against it, and I have nothing against the players of it. It's just... Y'all know I'm not the MMO guy. Yeah. Like, I really put my whole heart into trying to get into Final Fantasy fourteen, and it's just... It just ain't there for me, Chief. It Shame. is what it is. I mean, I'm going to give it more of a chance because I'm giving more games more chances lately. So I mean, me, so. if you can just get <laughs> into the... If you can get past about how much you have to do and get into the story, it's kind of hard to put down. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do is invest myself into my character and into the story so that I can get through. But the reason I stopped playing last time is because there was a free trial, and then they had Shadowbringers on sale, which up until now, you guys are saying, every time you buy, like, a copy of the game, you get game time. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll just get Shadowbringers on PC, have my PC version all the way up to date with my PlayStation version, and I'll get some game time. But it did not come with game time. So I just bought Shadowbringers on PC for no reason. And then I, don't... I was ha I was getting motion sickness during the trial period like that they had going on from playing it on my PC. Did you get motion sickness from your PC? Well, it just seems to happen with certain games every once in a while, so it happened with Kingdom Hearts Check your FOB. I'll check that next time I could get into the game because I have game time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it happened with Kingdom Hearts 3 in the Toy Story world. I just had to muscle my way through it. And it was just the specific Toy Story world in Kingdom Hearts 3. It wasn't the game. Like, there were places where a lot more was going on than the stuff with, that was going on in the Toy Story world. It's just something weird that happens every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of the most recent game it happened with, because I feel like it happened pretty recently with something that I put down just because I was having motion sickness with it. I can't even think of what it is. 
But yeah, so Jalen, just PSO, just... And, uh, you know, back played played some more Apex. Back in the fold with that? Yeah, that's just a game I gotta play consistently, because it's... That game's fun. It's so but. much fun. They added PvE <laughs> stuff, too, like with the Lola, Loba Quest, like... I haven't even touched it, oh. to be honest. Yeah, been, that's what the treasure chest I've just been stacking them up. up pretty much no you need a lot like that's the thing about it. it's like to get it's every five for an episode so you pretty and much you have can to play only get one per day yeah so one per day to... I mean you're gonna get one you're gonna get multiple in a day but you know so no you're only gonna get one no I mean but no, multiple you could... multiple are gonna drop that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like you, so you're always gonna get one whenever you play. So you know, just you know, just check in, do a game, a day. <laughs> you can stack them in no time. So Madrid, what you been on this week? Since we're already on the page of Apex, I'll just oh, transition a- over to Apex. Of course, um, I've been reborn as a crypto main. This season, um, it's I don't know. It's just been working out, dude. Like I've been like, uh, like the past two times that I've played, I've dropped an eight plus kill W <laughs> with crypto. So, you know, I went from like seventy kills with him to like a hundred and five over the course of like two sessions. So. Crypto, it is it, just, it seems like that and Animal Crossing are all I ever see you on. If I see Madrid present anywhere online, it's either in Animal Crossing or in Apex. I haven't really, since I've, I kind of fumbled the bag on getting turnips this week, I haven't really been playing Animal Crossing. I'm like, well, I don't have to check my turnip prices every day because I don't fucking have any. <laughs> because I chose actual food over turnips. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Um, so I really haven't been playing that. But on my Switch, I did start playing Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Um, hey. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, it's cool. It's it's cool. Like you know, it's, it's it has its moments of you know rough JRPGness, but I'm still. Like relatively early on, I'm probably like two hours, two three hours in. But you know how these games start off like slow as fuck. But I already have a couple of Digimon that I like, so my plan is to just level them up and digivolve them into the champions that I know they can be. Because all I got are rookies right now. So I'll, hopefully, I'll have some more news on that. In the next couple of weeks. Do wait, do they? The fusion system in that game is in depth. You best to be prepared to digivolve and de-evolve. Yeah. Digivolve to get to the one you want. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty much. Cause like to digivolve them, like you you have a Digimon into digivolve. You have like a route to digivolving into five different things, but you have to like a be at the level, uh, b have like a certain attack or like have your stat like above a certain threshold so you have to kind of tailor how you train these digimon so you can evolve them into different things or digivolve them into Mm -hmm. certain things so there's that and then i think there's actually online play and shit to it so you can like go fight that's cool you can go digi battle people online or whatever you know so it's kind of like 
that in between like Persona and Pokemon. Hmm. That's pretty tight. In an interesting way. Um, so wait, do they digivolve and they don't digi devolve? Yeah, you would have to go physically digivolve them back, well, devolve them back into like their base form. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so once you do it one time, they're like, that's their that's their form, and then you can evolve mm-hmm. them again, or you can devolve them. It's on you. Nice. Yeah. So besides oh, that. Pretty, yeah. Sekiro has been hurting my feelings and my emotions. Um, I realized that I was stuck in an area because I didn't talk to somebody. I was wondering, I was like, bro, where the fuck am I supposed to go? Turns out I was literally in the goddamn room. I just had to go talk to somebody else. I had to go talk to Lord Ishin after I beat Genichiro. And I never did it. So I went and did like a bunch of the shit I was supposed to do, but I didn't have the literal quest for it. So, I'm just sitting there stuck because they can't let me progress because I didn't talk to somebody. So, you know, after that, I was able to get, like, more prayer beads, get more gourd seeds, and another res. Like, what the fuck? I'm missing out on... I was missing out on two gourds and, like, one whole res. Those bosses were whooping my ass. shadows died three times? Yeah. <laughs> Those shit. bosses were whooping my ass because I didn't have enough heals. <laughs> and now I'm stuck on the Guardian Ape. So I'll definitely have that bitch beat by next week. But man, I don't know because that brings me to my. How is that fight? He literally he throws throw. shit at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he will literally throw shit at you. And then, like, the first time you beat him, there's this long moment of him just, just sitting there beheaded. And then, you know. Spoiler alert, he picks up that fucking sword and just starts going to town on your ass with it. And then he has, like, an insta-kill technique mm-hmm. and then, like, two other high-damage techniques and, like, some irrational fucking movements because souls. True. I think I remember back when this game actually came out, and we mentioned Zach a lot, but he loves FromSoft games, and he's probably the only person I know that loves them. Um, watching him stream, and there's like a little part of me that loves to see him eat shit every single time he tries to fight a boss, and it just I just love it. It's just like a terrible person inside of me every time I watch him. Oh no, I watched him get and that boss looks like by that eight for like hours. Yeah, that shit was great. It was. I was like, damn, this dude. All you gotta do is block, bro. It's not all you have to do. That is not all you have to do. You have to die. Right. It's it's easier to be the asshole on the sidelines being like, why the fuck aren't you better at this game? Uh, No. You want to know somebody else you know who is really into Soulsborne games? That is probably somebody you didn't expect at all. There was someone else that I know? Yeah. That, yeah, you know actually pretty well. And Jayla knows pretty well as well. That is into these FromSoft... This is one of the first people that tried to get me to play Dark Souls when they heard I liked playing video games. Is it... Is it musically gifted? No. Wait. Okay. He does like... Oh, firms. Trevor. Oh. Trevor. No, it's uh, Ross. Oh, yeah. yeah I Ross forgot Ross like that game. 
he tried to talk to me like I actually played those games, and I would watch Zach enough just because it was entertaining for me to watch him play these games. Because it's actually an entertaining game. I just don't want to be a part of it. Um, but I knew enough just from watching him, and I was like, you suck at this game. Bro. I can just tell any, by how you're talking. Anytime a random, like, monkey dual-wielding fucking katana can just pull up and just start fucking pizzing your ass up, you know a game's giving you problems. To be fair, you pull up on him. No, there's another. It's like it's just like a small little enemy, and he just runs up, and he's just like two-sword style. Like, <laughs> Like, like, no. Pulling up on you like Zoro. Like, dog, that shit, it is a problem. So, that's not okay. To decompress, I had a self care day today. I, I did some redacted and I started playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hey. So, basically, I, I just, forgot that I game just beat now. the demo. <laughs> Put in the game. That's, that's as far as I've gotten today. So, you made progress. Progress has been made. Exactly. That's all you're saying. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty hyped. Can't this, nobody get I, mad at you. I, I, I get the hype around this game now. It's it's definitely pretty fun. The graphics. Oh, are Juwan great. and Darren also like Dark Souls. I can't leave out our boys. Mm-mm. But so, Josh, what you been on this week? We you've been quiet this episode. Let the people know you're still here. Oh boy. Wait, Vendetta. Oh, I've been catching legendary animals. So you've been trapping. Did you? S- Basically. Did you see the <laughs> thing they did? The long, for... arduous process. I'll play for like two hours and not catch anything. But I'll still be in it. So I think I think I've I think I've seen more more of the map that have ever in any like I've I've been discovering new areas, which is pretty fun because there's a lot of places that storyline just doesn't take you. Hmm. I've been out I've been up in the mountains, but not in like the snow cap mountains, but more so um, like where the bear like where the bears are. Like where where you would actually see, water, like continuous waterfalls and ponds and lakes. It's been it's been uh, it's been a very very relaxing time. Like covering nice. all that has to offer. It's a lot. There's a lot of. Like I remember, Are you like, still like, playing I, the? You're still playing the offline, not the online? Yeah, I've been playing. Hunting, catching legendary animals, making trinkets, crafts, trying to to, uh, get as much. I think I want to get a lot within the compendium because I've been in a lot of new shit, crafts and stuff like that, so. Actually, I think I, I, part of it is kind of like just wanting to get new fit. I saw Taylor and the trapper and the trapper and seeing all I can do as far as like what animals like outfits or like it's really just like looking up all the different stuff that I can 
that I want to hunt and then try and find them. And I'll all will. Especially for especially if you want if you're doing like hunting because you gotta you gotta go slow like this game. Very very it's slow pace. Can't speed your way. Mm -hmm. No, you want to get the three, get three star. You know, three star and the most perfect pelts. Got to take your time to like build. Like for one, you gotta you gotta start like making like like potent herbivore baits. They gotta have certain ingredients for so then collect all these collect all these different ingredients to get like herbivore bait. And then time you gotta be like killing other animals to fight feathers. So like improve. Hey skins, can't like you can't like just straight up just go out or go out about these things. You have to use very very specific weapons to kill. In snakes, snakes is hard as shit. Like they're you don't they're not anywhere. Like do you just get lucky? Honestly, you get lucky finding a snake. For for like snake skin boots, that need them bite. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Some of the shit is hard. Like finding finding specific animals. Like some some stuff you gotta get are very 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 specific animals that you have to find, and then you have to use if you that's needed to kill them. So it's just very rare. Shit, a lot of rare shit going on. Oh, here's a per here's finally a perfect pill, whatever, and then you gotta have the ammo to kill it. And then make sure like you. Cause like the, on the like, let's say if you're on, on the way to a specific area and you want to kill like certain things, then put some stuff on the back of your horse. But if you finally get that legendary animal, or you kill like an alligator, or you kill like a bear, you gotta have enough space on the back of your horse so that trappers will get back. Very, it's very very slow, arduous. It sounds like you like Animal Crossing because I've been playing a shit ton of Animal Crossing the past couple weeks, like. And you can't that, you, you can't you can't occasionally market naked. Unless 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 I've, I've seen the walk. Maybe maybe just at the walkthroughs. I've you got to make actually I've actually been playing. Um, they have this the, the mobile game, um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. I've been playing that too. Well, if you like Pocket Camp, like the Switch one, that's the thing. Uh, I had a hard time getting in with this game because I felt directionless a lot of the time playing it, and I felt like. A lot of stuff was just kind of tedious for no reason, but like oh, yeah. I've kind of found a rhythm with playing the game that I just kind of get in. I go through the motions. Like I have this app that's tracking all the bugs, fish, fossils I need, telling me how many, what villagers I have and haven't talked to. So I just pretty much have that app up on the side, and I just kind of get into my rhythm of playing the game. And for me, it's a great game to pick up whenever it, I can spend five minutes looking for like one fossil or I could spend five hours trying to make sure I knock out all my daily tasks and no matter what whenever I put the game down and pick it back up I feel like the game's in a better spot than the last time I picked it up just off of sheer the sheer quality of stuff that is happening off of so like I'll feel like I didn't really accomplish much but then I'll come back and see the reverberations of what I've done 
and see like a lot of that happening throughout my island and seeing my villagers get happier about what I've been building seeing like there my shop used to be across the river so if you wanted to get to it you always had to pull out the pole vault but I finally bit the bullet the other day and built a bridge over there so we got that going I got Bertha from this amiibo card uh, I got her to move into my village because she has the same birthday as me and now I'm working on getting Jay to move into my village who has Angelina's birthday so I mean it's just yeah it's cool to just spend the time in that game I'm working on getting Zucker which is an octopus who's like into sushi and Drago, which is a crocodile that looks like a dragon. Mm. So, I mean, I have a plan for, like, the rest of my island as far as, like, where the rest of the villagers are going. I just got the Able Sisters to set up shop permanently in my town, so... Okay, yeah, my you're, custom you're getting designs, there. There we go. Yeah, I'm definitely, like, my custom designs were on fire before, but now I have, like, a way to import custom designs from other people's games... Like my outfits are about to go crazy. Shout out to Jonatello because he had me come to his village the other day. I got like a surfboard for the to put on the beach. I got all the variations of the samurai outfit. So have all of those. And he just I've been doing like I got my turnips this week and have been on the grind. I waited in line for like four hours to sell my turnips. Man, doing that shit on Saturday is the worst. The worst. The sooner you can do it, the better. Well, yeah, I had to knock it out because Bertha was coming into my village and I didn't have... The Nook shop had was closed down for renovation, so I couldn't sell anything, so I just really... I was like, if I don't get this villager to move into my town, I'll have to start all the way over. So I just I went on the turnip turnip exchange website and really just sold them as early as possible so I could do everything I needed to do in that day especially because I was on a roll with how I was playing but yeah I think that's about it I mean we talked about Overwatch talked about Rocket League talked about all the big news oh i installed uh the original mirror's edge it was like two dollars on steam so i played the first level and a half of that on pc earlier can't complain can't complain you know it's mirror's edge mm-hmm. jalen was reminding me how front-loaded that game is earlier so i may stop like another half a chapter look into the i'm game, just saying the just first two up. levels are the only parts of that game that's actually good it's so trash. I think I just I think I had the demo on. And you, so you played the best part. And for me, like I have a lot of good memories about that game. So for me, two dollars to have it running in higher resolution, higher frame rate on my PC, just have it be really like living his best life, you know. I couldn't pass it up. But does anybody have a one more thing before we wrap? Because we've been going long. This is probably getting close to the longest extra slice you've ever done. Until next week, when all the PlayStation news comes out and everything and everything goes to shit. 
we may have to do an extra slice just covering that. An event. extra slice for an extra slice? No. All right. Well, remember, you can follow us all around the internet, CheesyControllerPodcast.com. I am at Anton63Xs. Chris. Chef and Chris. Jalen. Squid Bishop. Madrid. Speedwagon X. And Josh. I know Jones everywhere. All right. This has been an Akuma Santi production. Until next time, keep it cheesy. <laughs> I'm gonna go get